Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. So today we're doing a bit of a Q&A. I asked you over on my Instagram to submit any of your questions, scenarios, or topics that you'd like my input on. And like always, you guys submitted some really great questions. In today's Q&A, I wanted to focus on friendships, relationships, navigating being in a different stage in your life compared to your friends, and also goals for 2023. However, I was thinking, that I want to do an Ask Jasmine slash Q&A episode at least once a month. And I was thinking each month we can focus on different topics and situations. So let me know what you think about that. You can send me a DM on Instagram to let me know if you like that idea, if that's something that you would want. I just think it'd be fun to explore different topics with you all and answer specific situations and questions that you might have. So let me know. And just as an FYI, if and when we do Q&As like this, they will always, always be kept anonymous. So don't ever worry about that. But anyways, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say if you love this podcast and you want more of this kind of content, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I just posted a realistic, productive, and healthy day in my life where I bring you along with me on a typical productive day in my life and I'm also sharing some tips on how I get things done and still stay healthy and show up as the best version of myself so definitely check that out the link to it will be in the show notes and if you enjoy this podcast I would so appreciate if you could send this podcast to someone who you think will also enjoy it screenshot this episode post it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it so I can thank you for listening I love when you all do that but that is all I have to say so without further ado let's Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So the first topic that I want to touch on are relationship and friendships. I received a lot of questions in regards to these topics, which is not a surprise. I feel like relationships and friendships in our 20s and in our 30s too is very confusing. Sometimes it's just really hard when it comes to relationships and friendships. So I wanted to share my input on some of these questions in regards to these topics. The first question that somebody asked was how to deal with friends getting married slash having kids when you're not ready for those stages and I really really liked this question because this is something that I personally resonate with so much. I am also at the stage in my life where it seems like everyone around me is either getting married or having children or both and personally speaking I am nowhere near wanting either of those things. Although I know I'm not ready for that part of my life yet, I still struggle sometimes with these weird feelings and I've battled between thoughts of there's no way that I could deal with that at this point in my life to is there something wrong with me for not wanting that yet, for not being ready to even experiencing FOMO. Speaking with other women, I've come to realize I am not alone in this experience and I think it's so helpful 
that we openly talk about it because these are really hard feelings and things to deal with, especially in our 20s. First things first, I think it's totally normal to feel some type of way. So in terms of how I deal with it, when I find myself feeling FOMO or I begin to question my decisions and where I'm at in my life, uh, the first thing that I do is remind myself that I am probably comparing my entire life to someone's small highlight reel. So when I do find myself in this comparison state of mind or in FOMO, usually I am not looking at the entire story for what it actually is. So what I mean by that is when you see your friends on social media who are married and with children and things like that, typically all you see are the happy moments, which I think is fair. I know there's a whole debate on showing the quote-unquote real side to life on social media, but I honestly don't find a problem with sharing only the things that you want to share. Personally, I don't want to go on social media and constantly see and hear about every single person's problem that I follow and all their drama, but that's just a personal opinion and that's a topic for another day. But as I was saying, when you see their post, typically all you are seeing are the happy and cute moments. You're not there to witness the entire story, right? You're not there to witness the meltdown your friend's kid had at the pumpkin patch that forced them to leave early. You don't experience the mom guilt your friend feels every single day for having to leave their child to go to work and provide for them. You're not there to witness the arguments between a husband and a wife and how they should deal with bills and taking care of the kids and the house chores and things like that. And don't get me wrong, I really believe that family and marriage and things like that, they're beautiful blessings and there's something to be proud of and to look forward to but for decades and now with social media as well that part of life is extremely glamorized but no one up until recently ever talked about the other side to being married to raising a family and I'm really grateful that more people are being honest and transparent and sharing the full reality when it comes to marriage and being a parent and raising children I think the more that people are honest and transparent people can know exactly what they're getting themselves into before they make any decisions and can make more well-informed decisions and chances are just like with your reality things aren't always perfect in how they seem so when I do find myself kind of in this comparison mode I remind myself this is only a part a fraction of what their life is actually like What also helps me is finding gratitude for the chapter that I am at because I know that where I'm currently at, where you are at, is exactly where we are all supposed to be. So often we are impatient with getting to the next phase in our lives, with reaching our next goal, entering the next chapter that it takes us away from experiencing the current phase fully. And a great example of this was my last year in California before moving to Arizona. So I knew I was moving to Arizona at least one year before I actually moved. We had the apartment on reserve and those last 12 months in California were absolutely dreadful because I was just so eager to be in Arizona already and 
every month that we got closer to moving, I got more and more impatient. I found something to complain about and I caught myself always saying things like, I cannot wait to get out of here. I'm ready to be gone. I'm ready to go. I just want to start over. Like I already, I want to be in Arizona already. I wasn't fully embracing the chapter or the phase that I was in because I was so eager to get to the next phase. And it wasn't until Arizona and I finally was in the chapter that I've been talking about for the last year that I realized how much I took for granted my last year in California and I didn't realize how much I would miss certain parts of my old chapter and people and places and things like that that I no longer have now. So anytime I find myself rushing into the next phase of my life and not fully embracing where I'm at right now, I remember this moment and realizing how much I actually took for granted. So just to give some examples of what I'm personally grateful for, for this season and chapter of my life with not being married and not having kids, I am so grateful that I can get up and go wherever I want and I don't have a whole human depending on me or to have another person to think about. I love being able to have as much alone and quiet time as I could possibly want. Love having excess money to be able to spend on myself and not feel guilty about it. And I just love the ability to be extremely selfish with my time and energy and having the ability to focus only on myself and again not feeling any guilt about it. These are just some things I really try to cherish while I can because I know one day I might not be able to do the same things that I'm able to do now. And another thing that has been really helpful has been surrounding myself with people who are on the same page as I am in my journey. And this is not to say that you can't be friends with people who are in different chapters in their lives. I have friends who are moms and married and things like that, and I love them to death. They're amazing people. But it's also been really fulfilling cultivating friendships with women who are kind of like on the same page as me. I've also started following women on TikTok who specifically talk about being in their 20s or in their 30s and not being married or having kids. And that has been so validating, especially during those moments where I do question myself or experience FOMO. So having a community of like-minded people or people who are in a similar experience is so helpful in helping me deal with specifically like this part of life but I think also with anything Okay, so we are still on the topic of friendships and now I want to answer some questions on cultivating new friendships and relationships. So a few people asked how and where to build new friendships and how to manage perfectionism perfectionism when it comes to choosing friends, as well as advice on being single at 26 after numerous failed dates slash relationships. So I think these are all great questions and I feel like I can answer them all together. Over the years, I've 100% had my challenges when it comes to friendships and relationships and I definitely have been the problem at times. I can fully admit that. But it's funny because the other day I was telling my boyfriend how at this 
point in my life. I am genuinely so, so happy with every single friend that I have. I am just in love with literally all my friends right now. And I just remember when I was going through a weird transition with my friend groups and who I called a friend and things like that, I would envision and daydream about the day that I would have my people and where I would meet, you know, like-minded individuals and where I would have those friendships that I desperately wanted. And to have them now in my life, I'm so, so grateful for each and every single one of them. So with that being said, I feel like I have quite a bit of insight to share when it comes to cultivating friendships and I feel like the advice that I share with friendships and how to make new friends can be applied with dating as well. So my first tip with cultivating new friendships or a relationship is have your non-negotiables of what you require out of a friend or out of a relationship. With your non-negotiables though, Try not to focus so much on the superficial aspects like maybe the type of car they drive or how tall they are or looks or things like that. When it comes to non-negotiables, I want you to think more internally like their character, their heart, their mindset, their values, their priorities, things like that. What are the things that are most important for you? And these are going to be non-negotiable, meaning that the people in your life that you choose to call friends or the people that you do want to call into your life, they have to have these non-negotiables. Now, when it comes to the non-negotiables that I have for the people in my life, they all have to be kind-hearted, down-to-earth, supportive, just loving, genuine people. And also, I appreciate people who have somewhat of a similar perspective to life like I do. They don't have to agree with everything that I do or how I live my life by any means, but just somewhat aligned values is what I really appreciate. So once you do have your non-negotiables, then you can focus on the more superficial stuff. So the superficial stuff are things that would be nice if they had this or were like this, but it's not a deal breaker. So for example, one superficial thing for me is having a friend who maybe works in a similar or the same industry or field as I do. I think that it would be nice to have friends who can resonate with the work that I do and the things that I struggle with within my career and my industry, but it's not a deal breaker. And I'm not going to not be friends with someone just because they aren't in the same industry as me. Likewise, I'm not going to be friends with someone just because they are in the same field either. For example, my two best friends, both of them embody all of my non-negotiable things and the characteristic traits and all of that, which, like I said, are down-to-earth, genuine, similar perspective on life, but both of them literally work corporate jobs, and that's totally fine. Like, our friendship still works. I love them dearly. We still have such a strong bond, so that just goes to show, you know, if you are too picky, you could be missing out on some really, really amazing people. My second tip with creating new friendships or relationships is 
be sure that you are also embodying the same non-negotiable characteristics yourself and be sure you're being that friend to yourself and other people as well. Sometimes we can be really demanding with our friends or our the people that we choose to date and we expect so much out of them when we ourselves are not able to be that friend, whether it's be that friend to ourselves or be that friend to other people. And I definitely used to be that way. And now that I've kind of become my own best friend, I find that I can be a better friend and a better partner to the people in my life because I'm not so emotionally or physically or mentally dependent on them. I basically can fill my own cup up and anything else that my friends do for me or give me is just extra. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with needing support from your friends or needing, you know, a shoulder to cry on or anything like that. I just think that it's important to be mindful that we aren't constantly demanding something out of our friends or our partners that we ourselves aren't meeting or giving to ourselves. I definitely think it's all about a balance between being able to rely on your friends versus being dependent on your friends or your partner. And my third tip with like meeting friends and potential relationships, which I know some of you are not going to like this, but it's putting yourself out there. I know that making friends or even like meeting people that you would be interested in dating in can be really intimidating, especially as adults. I feel like when we were in school, it was so much easier because we were surrounded by people all of the time. So whether you are out of school now or you work from home, I know it can be very challenging to meet new people. And so with that, I have to say that it's important you put yourself out there. If you always wait for other people to make the first move, you might be losing out on meeting some really amazing people. And I love that now we have so many resources to meeting new friends or partners that we would want to date, whether it's like Bumble BFF or social media or word of mouth or, you know, whatever the case is. My friend Kayla, who I met out here in Arizona, we met through social media. We started following each other on Instagram and we started casually DMing each other and we realized that we lived near one another. So we decided to hang out and now we're friends and we've hung out a few times and and it's just a natural, organic, friendship that we've cultivated but you have to be willing to make the first move sometimes and put yourself out there and sometimes it's not going to work out you know you might meet someone whether it's a potential friend or love interest and maybe it just doesn't pan out exactly how you thought and that's okay like it doesn't mean it's a failure or that something is wrong with you or something is wrong with them I feel like we have to experience what we don't want to know what we do want and sometimes that requires like the saying goes kissing a few frogs or whatever it is but if meeting people online isn't really your thing because I know sometimes that can be scary put yourself physically in environments where you can meet like-minded people so for me one of my like manifestation tips that I practice while I was trying to meet new friends was going to places 
that I enjoy and that I would enjoy going to with my friends if I had those friends. So for example, going to workout classes at fitness studios or going to coffee shops or just certain environments that I know like-minded people would be at. That is a great way to increase your chances of meeting people and making connections that might actually stick. And I think with that, it's also important to let friendships build organically. You know, there might be some friends that you meet where you instantly connect and click from like the first conversation. That was definitely the case for my best friend and I. Literally the first time we ever met, I was like, in my head, I was like, this girl is my best friend and I don't care what she says. And, you know, it just organically grew. And then there will be some friends that are more gradual and slow to building and that's okay too. So I just think it's important to be aware of that as well because you don't want to be too pushy with someone who might want to take things a little bit more slowly. And you also don't want to let people assume you're not interested because you're not taking initiative either. And my last tip with building new friendships and relationships goes back to what I was saying previously about appreciating the chapter that you are in right now. So if you are single right now or if you don't have as many friends as you'd like right now, there is still things that you can embrace with where you are right now and it's all about perspective, right? You can be in this phase of being single or not having as many friends and you can feel sorry for yourself, you can feel like something is wrong with you, you can feel, you know, impatient with wanting the right person to come into your life or you can go through this season of your life and learn to embrace it by learning to enjoy spending time by yourself or learning how to get over your fears of doing things by yourself and take yourself out on dates and you know go to the movies by yourself or go to dinner by yourself or you can spend this season of your life getting to know yourself and practicing more self-love and trying new things. I genuinely believe that whatever season you are in right now in your life there is always something that you can take from it learn from, gain from, and it's all about your perspective. So those were the questions around relationships and friendships. Now I want to move on to career talk, goals, dreams for 2023. A few people asked, what are your goals for 2023? What are your career plans and how do you plan to accomplish them? And to be completely honest, I haven't thought too much about it just yet. I have begun um, brain dumping a bit here and there, but I think before I can know my goals for 2023, I have to reflect on the last year and how far I've come and how much I've grown and what I've accomplished and what I didn't accomplish. So I definitely think I have to take time to reflect before I can really answer this question. But if 2022 has taught me anything though, it is to be flexible and adaptable with your goals and know when it's time to pivot in your life. Coming into 2022, I thought I knew exactly what my goals were and what I wanted to accomplish, especially career-wise. So for those of you who are newer here, I used to have a coaching business. I mentored women all around the world from how to start a business, how to become a better version of yourself, 
how to create healthier habits, how to transform your mindset. I ran online programs. I did life trainings and coaching calls and I genuinely loved doing it all and it was going really really well and my goal coming into 2022 was to just grow my coaching business and increase my revenue and things like that and then around March of this year I hit a wall and I talk more about this in my episode I believe it's titled navigating career and life changes and going for what you want I believe I posted it around March time but essentially I no longer resonated with what I was doing. So I loved the purpose of what I was doing, which was helping and guiding others and sharing my knowledge in how I overcame the things that I did and got to where I'm at. But I no longer enjoyed how I was doing it, which at the time was through coaching and trainings and things like that. So Long story short, I went through this like whole transition period and I came to the realization that I wanted to focus more on showing up in my purpose through my content, such as my podcast, my YouTube channel, my social media platforms, rather than through coaching and trainings. And obviously the transition wasn't as smooth as I'm probably making it sound right now, but it showed me that When you listen to your intuition and align yourself with what your heart really wants instead of listening to your fears, you will always be, I'm sorry, I'm like losing my voice right now, but like I was saying, when you listen to your intuition rather than your fears, you will always be led down the right path and things will always transpire exactly how they are meant to in the timing that they are meant to. Since making the transition from coaching to more like content creation, I've experienced so much more growth and flow on my platforms, in my community. I received opportunities with some of my dream brands that I never even thought about working with and you know, the podcast got signed and I'm officially in the top 100 charts and just so much more really cool stuff. And all of the events that have happened this year and the accomplishments that I've achieved since making this pivot, I never ever saw coming. They weren't things that I wrote down on my 2022 goal list. I never even thought about it, but it happened because I chose to listen to my intuition despite what I thought I wanted or what I thought I knew. So as we do get closer to the new year, I definitely want to create content on my yearly reflections, goals for the new year, and how we can all plan and prepare for 2023. I literally love that type of content. But for now, what I can say is I still believe in setting goals and having a plan, but I also now believe in being adaptable and open to change because you never know where life will take you. And I think that is the beautiful part of it all. If you allow yourself to flow with the universe and God and you allow your intuition to lead the way, you will be led to some of the most incredible places to the most incredible people in situations that you can't even imagine right now. So that, my loves, concludes today's Q&A. I hope that you enjoyed these topics and these questions. Let me know if you would like a chance to get your questions answered. Send me a DM if you would like me to continue to do 
these Q&As at least once a month. What I'm thinking is you guys can submit your questions to me throughout the month. You can send it to me to my email and then at the end of every month or whatever, I can select a few questions that I've received over the month. And as a final reminder, if you would like to save $15 on your first visit at Apostrophe, be sure to visit apostrophe.com slash glow and use code glow at checkout to save $15 off your first visit. And the link to that will be in the show notes. And that is all I have to say for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Mm-hmm.